You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth with you. I, I still love that back and forth between Dan Lanning and Deion Sanders. Like, I, I wish that they were going to be in the same conference in the future and we could see maybe even a little rivalry budding. That would be fun. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that may not happen. But uh, anyway, you know, the, the sad reality with uh, conference realignment. Okay, college football analyst Michael Felder here to join us to talk all things college football after a fantastic week four of uh, what's been an interesting season so far. Uh, you can follow Michael Felder at In the Bleachers on X. Also check out his Substack too for some incredible insights. Uh, Michael, let's go ahead and jump right on in here, in here because after that Oregon-Colorado game, I found myself having more insights on Oregon that I did with Colorado. And I'm wondering if a team can beat Colorado that badly, if yeah. they should be considered a team that could vie for a college football playoff spot. Do you feel that way about the Oregon Ducks? Totally agree, 100%. I'm on, listen, we are in the same corner right here. Like for me, we learned that Oregon when they they decide we didn't know what that defense was going to look like. They decided to play defense, and they looked very very good doing it. So I love that part of it. Um, the landing thing is it, it, him and Dion. You mentioned that uh, kind of as the lead in. I thought that that that's a very interesting dynamic where landing is someone who's like I don't need spotlight. All I want to do is win. What did he say in the clay? He said they're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins. This game isn't played in Hollywood. Uh, it's played on the grass. So, I mean, it's very, you know, obviously it's very Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart is kind of very mm-hmm. Nick Saban. Nick Saban is kind of very Bill Belichick. So, like, this is all kind of working in concert. Uh, uh, but styles make fights. And, and, and the reality of it is, is that um, is they Colorado came in as a team that we knew was small. They've been small forever. They've been small the whole time, this whole season, for four weeks, three weeks. They've been small. And Oregon was the team that finally came in and was big and was able to take advantage of this. And so I look at that, and, and it's going to be interesting. I think this USC game for Colorado, they have an opportunity to win this football game. Like, this is a game that they can win. Wow. Because do, have you seen USC's defense play? Because, mm-hmm. listen, man, yeah. goodness. they Listen, they couldn't catch a cold in a preschool. Like, it's insane. Like, these guys are – absolutely just not they don't tackle they don't line up right they don't do anything right what Aaron, what was that what was that <laughs> my daughter's that age and i can't stay healthy so i'm just dying laughing at hit home <laughs> <laughs> i try to keep it real but yeah man like it, usc's defense is bad and colorado's gonna find ways to create create points and that's the part for me that oregon did really well was stop them from creating points and that's the part where now you do have to talk, start talking about Oregon as a contender. And I don't know where you wanted to go next, but I was going to say flip it over and let's look at Michigan. Michigan, for 40 minutes, that game against Rutgers looked real tight. It looked real mm-hmm. tight. And 
nobody is like Rutgers is amazing. It's more like Michigan, come on, man, because what are y'all doing? Because if you don't want to push the ball down the field, you don't want to stretch them vertically, you don't want to take chances, I understand it's safer to play it close to the vest. But, man, I just – watching that football game out of Michigan, and, and the crazy thing is Alex Kirshner from Split Zone Duo and myself, Stephen Hartzell, uh, both of us with Learfield, we were, we were talking about this game on the show, and I was like, I think this is a game that's going to run 35, 40 minutes of Rutgers being in the game, and it was. If Rutgers capitalizes on a couple of plays or they don't get a couple of penalties, this game probably is a game until fifty minute, the 50-minute mark. All right, let's talk about Michigan's competition and what happened yeah. in South Bend. Hypotheticals are tough, but I'm going to throw one at you. Yeah. If it. Freeman's defense actually has 11 players on the field, does Notre Dame win? Probably. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like, Yes, we like it's it's like it's hard to like you you guys messed that up so bad. But yeah, but we're looking I mean 17-14, I think that Notre Dame here's the thing. Notre Dame's defense did their job. If you can hold Ohio State to 17 points, you've done your job. Mm-hmm. Your job's done. In modern day college football, 17 points, that's like 10 15 years ago being able to hold a team to 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 10 or 7 points, one score. 17 points is an accident for most teams right now. And so if you can hold them to 17 and, and you have a chance, especially if you hold them to 10 for most of the game. So I look at this and, and, and the reality for me is you've got to make sure you get your ducks in a row. But I think Michigan is a, is a contender. I really do. Like, excuse me, Michigan, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's a contender. Notre Dame belongs in the mix. Like this, if this is the only loss that they have over the course of the season, let's go fire it up. Let's, let's, let's go do this. And for Ohio State, this is a team that's still figuring out who they are. McCord, I didn't think he looked that great. I really didn't. I mm-hmm. let me ask you guys. I want to get every, all three of you. Tell me, oh, who is the best quarterback in the Big Ten right now? I I know it's hard to say over the last two weeks, but I'd still say McCarthy. Okay. And I think based based on the opportunity he's going to have for big wins. Late in the season, I think he's going to go back in that conversation. He's not in the conversation right now, but I think when it's over, he will be. Okay. Come on. Give it to me. I, I, I got to go with McCarthy... Tanner Mordecai. Got to go with Tanner Mordecai. Pony okay. up. There we go. <laughs> I think with McCarthy, I wasn't overly impressed. He threw for one touchdown last week. Yeah. But if, from a betting right. perspective, I think there's good value. If he continues to evolve and get better, I like McCarthy. I like Drew Aller, mm. Penn State. I mean, I think he's. I think he's quietly. What like, about Cade McNamara? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> forty-one uh, yards. I know it was. Man, oh boy, it's really rough to watch. But it's listen. I like because they play good defense. So what's the difference to me? Like, go out and play some defense. It just was. It's. 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 It was that. Pit, but. But again, we talked about it with Michigan. That Penn State game was like a slow build as well, where they slowly mm-hmm. start to lean on you, and Katron Allen starts to lean on you. They don't have they don't have Saquon Barkley, obviously. They don't have somebody that's they don't have Noah Kane. They don't have someone with breakaway speed. They've got guys that are going to get caught, and they've got guys they got guys that are going to slowly wear on you. They've got a lot more like Trent Richardson or Derrick Henry energy than they have. 
Saquon Barkley energy in terms of what they have in that running back room where guys are able to just go out and just pound on you, pound on you, pound on you. And then you get to that, you know, 35 minute mark. And all of a sudden you're like, man, I am tired. These guys are hitting me very hard. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. I am going to be very bruised tomorrow. Uh, my girlfriend's not going to want to look at my body and we're going to have to go from there. <laughs> like, have you, have you ever seen the bruises that these guys get? Like they're gross. They are gross. I've oh, had them. They're nasty. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you about Alabama. They seem to be a work in progress. They beat yeah. Ole Miss. The defense looked really good. I don't know if that's going to be enough to get them back to the SEC championship. How do you rate them overall this week? They've got Mississippi State. That should be a layup. They've looked like frauds so far this season. I don't know if any game for Alabama is going to be a layup. It's the problem because they're not good offensively. The defense is very good. They are. And in the words of my friends, uh, Holly Anderson and, 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 and Spencer, Spencer Hall, Alabama's going to have to play murder ball all season long. Like, literally, they're going to have to come out and just, we're bigger, we're stronger. We're just going to, like, bear hug you until you quit so that we can win football games. That's what they're going to do. They're literally, like, this is, they're playing boa constrictor football, right? Like, this isn't, it used to, when, when they had, when they had the end of Hurts era, the, the Tua, Tango Bailoa era, the Bryce Young era, they had, like, viper strength, right? These guys, they bite you once, boom, 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 dancing all over you. Now, though, they've got that slow, it's like an anaconda, a bow constrictor. They have to slowly squeeze you, and it starts with their defense, which I think at the end of the day, Nick Saban, I think he knows this team isn't as good as some of the other teams he's had, but I also think he knows – I think he loves this football team. He's like, yes, defense first. Let's do it. We're all defense, baby. And we just run the ball. And, like, they just – they run the ball and, and they, they, they have to run the ball. And I think the question becomes – and, again, styles make fights. LSU, Alabama, they're back-to-back -back in the rankings, right? And so we're looking at these two teams that we think one of them is going to come out of the SEC West. And can Alabama squeeze LSU that first weekend in, what, October? Uh, or November, is it November or October? I, now I can't remember. I think it's October. And then can we get – can or can LSU stretch the field, spread these guys out, go make plays down the field with Jaden Daniels? So this is going to be a really interesting um, – it's a really interesting situation where we're looking at two teams that have to play their own style because once you get them out of their style, they have a problem. Like we saw that against LSU and, and, and Florida State. Uh, it's it's the first uh, Saturday in November. There we go. That's Alabama and That's LSU. Right. Yeah. So both coming off a bye. Yes, both coming off a bye week. So it's going to be interesting because if Alabama can squeeze this team, then they're going to have some problems. But if LSU can stretch Alabama out, then Alabama is going to like the question for me is can Alabama score forty points against an equal or better opponent? Can they score forty points against somebody? If you can't score forty points, you're going to be in trouble because they're going to be in trouble. Not just they. They were able to squeeze Ole Miss. We'll see if they can squeeze LSU. We also know they've got to play Tennessee. Tennessee has been up and down, up and down, right? But can they beat Tennessee? This is going to be the – that's the interesting part for me.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned Oregon being part of the uh, playoff conversation. You mentioned your concerns that you had about USC. What about Washington? What about Utah? Maybe another Pac-12 contender? Because it seems like, given the overall strength of that conference, that somebody should come out of it and make the playoff. What say you? Oh, I love it. I, I think Washington might be the best team in the country right now. They're, they're remarkable to watch. I, I, here's what I'll say. Washington is the best offense in the country, bar none. Defensively, we need to see them be tested a little bit more to see where they come out of. That's what we need to see. Utah, here's the thing. This is a Utah team that's undefeated. We still haven't seen Cam Rising or uh, Keithy. We haven't seen either one of their – we haven't seen their two best players yet. And they're still right. already getting it. They're kicking doors down. But I love – the way that Utah plays is nasty. They're dirty. Like, these guys love to, like they, – they, they, they like to get their hands in the mud and, like, they really do want to just, like, they're like, hey, man – doesn't have to be pretty, just has to get done. They are the epitome of, of, of a disciplined football team. Like, they, they're they not doing it because they like it. They're doing it because they know that the job needs to get done. And I love that about them. And then uh, Washington is a team, they are pretty. Oh, my goodness, they're beautiful, the way that they do everything. Like, I love watching Michael Penix just like – He's like a like it's like a like he's like doing dressage out there like like oh, like, blah, 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 blah. like he's just moving around and like dressage. taking the way he moves out of the pot and it's all just it like, looks so good right like you guys know what I'm saying like it looks so good yeah. everything that he's doing like every step that he takes is like deliberate and executed and looks so good and then all of a sudden it's like they're working this levels where it's like you're, if you, even if you if you're wrong even if you're right you're wrong because of the way that they're able to they're running two guys to the sideline they hit the if you hit the if you play deep he hits the guy in front he hits the guy in front that guy makes you miss and the other guy behind is a blocker as well so he's going or if you come up to the guy next thing you know the ball's going over your head and all of a sudden now we got a huge play going down the field because they ran a post behind there and snuck you to the snuck the safety out so now you don't have any help over top you're in trouble so i love what they're doing I think the offense is great. I think that defensively we're going to have to see that. But remember, we had to see it with Oregon as well because Oregon put up big numbers, but we still weren't sure what they were going to do against this Colorado football team, and Oregon got the job done. So I think that all these – I think that Washington, yes. Oregon, yes. I think Utah, absolutely. And especially, what if Florida starts winning more football games? They beat Tennessee already. What if they start winning more football games? That, that, That Utah win starts to look better and better and better. And then obviously USC, we'll see what happens this weekend. I do think that Colorado has a chance to win this weekend. I don't think they will. I think USC will win. I do think the number is a little fishy, if you ask me. But because I think Colorado is going to run with these guys. That's the, the thing that Colorado can do is run. And not run the football. They can run the football a little bit, but they're better through the air. But what I mean is I think they can run step for step with this, with this USC team. And that's why that number feels, ooh, it feels fishy. I think we're going to be looking at a game that it's in the fourth quarter is probably going to be one score. We got 30 seconds, Michael. Um, yep. Oregon State is favored by three against Utah. Cam Rising, they're already splitting reps. So do you think Oregon State should be favored? 
I don't think they should be favored, but I understand why they're favored. And, man, they stormed back last week. They were down bad, and they stormed back. And I love, like, I like Oregon State. They're one of my favorite teams to watch. Look forward to watching them every night, so, or every Saturday night. But, no, I, I understand why they're favored. I don't think they should be. Okay. Fair enough. College football analyst and dressage analyst, Michael Felder. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Make sure to follow him on X at In the Bleachers. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, which NFL player awards do we like after just three games? That's right here on the BetQL Network.